Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and I am delighted to be here with you guys. We get together about twice a week to chew on God's word, share that with you for your own encouragement and edification. And this week we have Jamie Harms with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. How are you? I am doing well. A little bit Good. of the sleepies, tiny, tiny bit of sleepy. Well, we'll try to be exciting and keep you yes. awake then. Yes, <laughs> yes. I sit up straight. I had to take my coat off because I was, I could feel my eyelids just. Because it's warm in here for the first time in a long time, Chris. <laughs> it is. I hate it. <laughs> I actually had the window open yesterday <laughs> and the fan going. <laughs> I'm not wearing three layers while yeah. I'm sitting here. So you it's look... definitely warmer than normal in yeah, here. Yeah, very comfortable. <laughs> you can focus. You're not like you're entering into fight or flight mode or your extremities. The blood comes in. Anyways. The fall is upon us. We made it. It is. You guys have had um, the women's ministry yes. has started popping off. It has. My wife is thrilled. Yes, we've got all everything started last week. So mom's group and Bible study and widow's group. And we had the tra- clothing trailer out there. And we've got multiple meal trains that are rolling as, as we speak. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something else. But it just, yeah. all, all of it is is underway yep. now that fall is here. Yes. Yes. And I know that there, there are lots of people eager for community. Mm-hmm. And um, and so what are we, where are we with all of that, with, exactly. with women's Bible study? <laughs> well, women's Bible study, we one of the things that we talk about for as a team that we really want to cultivate in Bible study is biblical literacy mm-hmm. and biblical community, because yep. it's so unique to us as Christians that we get to not just learn about who God is, but also live that out with others and Mm -hmm. what that looks like. And so we're in our second week of Even If, and we've started looking at the lives of people throughout Scripture who are just ordinary people, but they learn to trust God in their circumstances, even if it's not maybe as they had wanted, because they trust in the character of God. Yeah. And so when we can get together and we can say, okay, this is what we are learning about God this week. How are you living that out? Mm -hmm. Let me pray for you in that. Let me ask you about that next week. Are you believing that God is the God of truth when you're struggling to figure out what might be true in a situation? Do you believe that God is all powerful or almighty um, and is in control of things? Do you believe that God is trustworthy and what does that look like then in your own life? Yeah. Now tell us where even if came from or or as mm-hmm. I remember it, but if not, uh-huh. this is my <laughs> my favorite <laughs> stupid joke, which occasionally will get like middle schoolers or elementary kids, mm-hmm. is that I'll say this is my favorite but in the Bible. And they will laugh hysterically uh-huh. at that uh-huh. because we have the same <laughs> juvenile humor. So then you are placed perfectly <laughs> in youth ministries, Chris. <laughs> Uh, no, the even if came from the originally from the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm-hmm. where um, they're talking to King Nebuchadnezzar and he's asking them to bow down to the idols or to his idol, and they say, No, we're not going to do that. And um, even if our God decides not to spare our life, we are still going to obey him, yeah, um, because of what they knew about God's character. Mm-hmm. And so, we started off just looking at that particular story, but how that wasn't just the first time that they had to believe and act on it. But we see from the beginning their story from you know, before exile to exile to being in the king's court to watching Daniel do ex- explain dreams that. God had given him the ability to do for Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. So, all of these different things have built their faith. So, when this came, they had the faith to say, No, I've experienced God's character this way. And even if this isn't turning out exactly how I hope, 
he is still good. Yeah. And so there's this like ripple effect of when they did that, then King Nebuchadnezzar saw it and we see him first say, well, your God is the God Almighty mm-hmm. and it's your God. But then as his story unfolds and he is also humbled yeah. uh, eventually, after that, he's sending a note to everybody in his kingdom, which is extensive saying, no, wait, this is the God Almighty. Mm-hmm. And so as we are faithful in all of these little things, it builds our faith and it encourages other people's faith. Yeah, And, and this is, these are people who lived thousands of years ago and yet they're still encouraging our faith as well. Yeah. So that's kind of where this whole idea of the even if study came from mm-hmm. was looking at these people who are in these circumstances and how do they act based on what they know about God's character, what they're believing about God's character. Yeah, I love that because it points to just the essential nature of those small moments of Mm -hmm. faithfulness. Mm -hmm. So often, perhaps it's our culture, maybe it's not unique to our time, but we, we think to that grandiose moment mm-hmm. of like, surely if I was standing behind before, you know, the King or, or whatever, or was in a dire situation, I would be faithful and all these things. It's like, well, when you actually look at it, it was, it wasn't an isolated event. No, They were mm-hmm. faithful repeatedly and in, in significant and in insignificant mm-hmm. seemingly ways. And how true is that for us today? We're Very surrounded mm-hmm. by insignificant things. We are. Um, actually, this this last week, Kathleen taught, and we talked a little bit about, well, how do we know if we are believing yeah. in God's character? And she used the example of a tree and the fruit that is born on the tree. So mm-hmm. if we look at our own life and we are full of anxiety and worry and uh, fear or just frustration and anger, and this is the fruit that our life is bearing, then what are we actually believing? Yeah. And so as you start digging down through you know the different layers down towards the roots, you can say, well, maybe I I don't believe that God is involved, and so I'm trying right. to to hang on to this, or maybe you know God it doesn't He's not in control, so this mm-hmm. is making me anxious. Um, and so we're actually believing that He's distant, or He's impotent, or He's unloving, but yeah. um, based on our actions, even if our head might be telling us, no, 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 I don't believe that, but that's how our actions are coming out. Yeah, and so then then where do we go from there? You know, yep. if that is the root and what is bearing fruit in our life and we want good fruit, then what does that look like? How do we get there? So that's been part of our conversation. I love that. I absolutely love that. One of my uh, near and dear disciplines in my life is biblical counseling. I mm-hmm. have my minor in, minor in biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And much of that is identifying and applying biblical truths to our lives. And one of the exercises you would go through is exactly what you described. We'd say, well, this this is a symptom mm-hmm. or fruit, as you put it, and scripture puts it, this is a symptom. This isn't the source. Like we mm-hmm. could attack the symptom in your life. You're tired of doing dishes or you're anxious about your mm-hmm. interview or these things. Or we could say, what does this reveal about what I believe about the father? Mm-hmm. Um, and go Myself there. and the Father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I don't believe God is in control, then I'm going to try to control it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I have to be in control. Um, and it's so, a horrible feeling. Terrible feeling. <laughs> Even though I weight. like control. <laughs> Isn't that like the, hor- the most horrible um, uh, dilemma that we find ourselves in? Mm-hmm. We want it and we hate it so bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, but this, I think, looking at that fruit, making that evaluation like you are and digging deeper, you see, oh, this is actually what I'm believing. Yeah. I don't actually believe that thing that I confess. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to do this together. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking of um, one of my very favorite uh, moments in the Bible is, um, 
I don't think it's a centurion. It could be, but he he says, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He's, was it his son that needed healing? Uh, I don't remember. I get a couple of the son daughters mixed mm-hmm. up. Anyways, um, just the beauty of that, because it mm-hmm. requires an admittance that well, I can't, like I may be able to identify these things, but mm-hmm. like how do, like you said, what do we do from yeah. there? We go to Christ and we we rely on him to do the work only he can do. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is some, we, we have the head knowledge. Like we can say that God is loving, God is powerful, God is present. I believe this. But then we almost have to attach it to our experience. Totally. Like, you know, yep. how do I know that God is love? Well, I know that Jesus died on the cross for me. Mm-hmm. And, and that shows me how much he loves me. Mm-hmm. Or I know that he is all powerful because I can see the world around me that he has created. Like yeah. so there's there's an element of taking what we know and connecting it with the things that we've experienced so that it moves from our head to our heart. And once it's there and those are connected, then we can say, Well, wait a second, I'm loved, I'm not alone, I'm created, and the fruit that I'm starting to express becomes like joy and hope instead of fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, not the saying that it's going to be perfectly split, but yeah. it's it's a process that we continually go through in this fruit to root, root to fruit mm-hmm. deal because yeah. we're constantly learning about God, we're experiencing new things, and we're trying to connect those two together so that our actions more closely match what we believe about who God is. Yeah. And I I think that there is a a propensity for us to attach what we believe about God, uh, uh, to root that in what we ourselves have personally experienced mm-hmm. um, in a bad way. I, I think a lot of times, you know, people experience tragedy or heartache mm-hmm. or or they lose a job or, you know, <laughs> probably not as trivial as step their toe. I don't know that anyone's crying out to God. <laughs> Where are you, God? Although sometimes Although I want to. <laughs> as soon as you hit that toe, <laughs> yeah. there's a moment. <laughs> there is a moment. Is this it where I go full Job? Um, Oh, but, but 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 we attach it to um, uh, the wrong source, the wrong water. You know, I think yes. of like uh, Psalm one. You know, tree planted by the waters, mm-hmm. um, or the good fruit in Matthew. Um, the, in, instead of planting it in in God's character and what He, we know He's done in redemptive mm-hmm. history through Scripture. So, was there any discussion about how to reconcile? The hard things that I've experienced that, mm-hmm. that I go, this doesn't make any sense, the, the even if moments, mm-hmm. and what we know to be true about God in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to get, I mean, we yes, we have had some discussion along mm-hmm. those lines, and that's really hard to, um, to reconcile. Mm-hmm. I think what helps us reconcile that is the history. Yeah, and so I, I, we see God's loving hand in our lives in so many different ways. That when something hard comes up that we don't understand, we can mm-hmm. still say, "I don't understand this." Yeah, and I'm gonna accept this from you, Lord. I'm gonna surrender surrender this to you, even if this isn't what I want. Because yeah. I don't think every single choice we're given is an even if. Mm-hmm. And so as we're we're looking um, a hard even, I should say. Yeah. But looking at all of these good things, having those Ebenezers, which mm-hmm. I know you like that word. I love that um, word. And these markers of remembering God's faithfulness, remembering His goodness, reading what He has in Scripture, hearing what other people have experienced mm-hmm. in, in their stories too, practicing thankfulness. We see how active He is in our lives, that when the hard things come, we can tr- um, trust Him too. Um, it also reminds me of a quote, which I won't be able to do word for word, but um, from Tim Keller along the lines that if 
we knew what God saw, then we would kind of, ex- we would pray for what he has given us. Yeah. Um, and that's not 100% right. But mm-hmm. along those lines that if we saw the whole big picture as God sees it, even these hard things yeah. are part of that big picture and we can still trust him. Yeah. So that's that's been part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do we reconcile that God is love, but I'm going through something hard? I know for myself personally and for my wife, Rachel, and maybe she's discussed this in her small group or whatever, but uh, one of the things that has been so encouraging to me is I, I explore and continue to explore church history mm-hmm. and missionaries. Rachel's mm-hmm. on a big missionary kick. Mm-hmm. She's been reading lots of it. I'll have to talk to her later. I love those books. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> she's been tearing it up. Um, she just, I get home and she's like, let me tell you this horrible, tragic, terrible thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then you see God's redemption yeah. of that whole scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, so that, that to me has been something that has uh, been a, a major encouragement, you know, mm-hmm. not, not in a callous or cavalier way of saying Mm -hmm. your troubles are stupid Mm -hmm. and you're dumb because they had a way worse, but in a way to, to feel a sense of encouragement, you know, when I think of um, one of my favorite examples in the early church, the, the two pregnant women, Mm -hmm. you know, who were going to be um, sent into the, the, um, what is it? Colosseum. They were going to die effectively. And they, but the Roman law was that they didn't do that to pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And they were distraught because they thought they wouldn't be martyred with their brothers and sisters. They both had their babies, one on, I believe, the day of their execution. Mm-hmm. And the other day before, they hand their baby through the bars mm-hmm. and then go get martyred. And horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, for me at least, I go, wow, what um, what a trust in the goodness of God and his character. That, an internal perspective. Yeah, an eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. That that kind of stuff, for sure, for me, anchors me mm-hmm. a lot of the time as well. Yeah, well, and one of the the fun things that we've really got to do as we're exploring these stories in the Bible, we're also sharing our own even if stories. Yeah, of encouragement. That's and, great. And it's it is it's not one of those that's one up, and you can't match it up with everybody's situation, mm-hmm. but you can still see that. Wait a second, God was good and He was faithful in that situation, and He can use the broken, hard things and turn mm-hmm. them into something beautiful. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's the, what I think you have to be able to take a step back, like you said, and have that eternal perspective mm-hmm. um, and go, okay, Lord, like I know you are at work. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I know even in my thing that maybe isn't as bad as that person or is way worse than mm-hmm. that person, that you can work all things together for the good of those whom love you and mm-hmm. are called according to your purposes. Yep. So it's neat to see how you guys have dialed in on how the community mm-hmm. and the family of God plays an integral role in encouraging mm-hmm. each other. Our stories help encourage one another and build that ripple effect of our faith. Mm-hmm. But it also allows us to say, hey, I'm really having a hard time believing that God is going to be my provider. Can you pray for me that this week? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so we're hopefully in, in our groups, we're, we're praying for each other to believe these things about mm-hmm. Jesus, not just in our head, but all the way down in our heart. And so as we see answers to these prayers too, that is something that we are all doing together. Yeah. And will it be an encouragement to all of us, even mm-hmm. if it's a long time in the waiting, because God is good in that too. Man, that reminds me of uh, uh, First Corinthians. You know, when one member suffers, we all suffer. Mm-hmm. When one is honored, we all rejoice. Yes. And that is a perfect image of that. Mm-hmm. And it's the beauty of 
the body of Christ and what mm-hmm. we get to do as brothers and sisters in Christ's church as part of church. Yeah. So, so much more than what you can just learn in a podcast. No kidding. Or, or in, you know, there's so many resources out there that there's, we're constantly inundated with information, but it's more than just information. That mm-hmm. information has to saturate our hearts and change our hearts and our hands and our feet. Yep. And, and it would, it would be a, a, a very sad thing if we allow our attitudes towards information and our, our saturation by it to trick us into thinking we don't need mm-hmm. the other components of this. We don't need the community. We don't need to be physically present. We don't need to be this, that, or the other. Um, because there are things that you just simply can't get and, nope. and things that you can't give. No. You know, I've had more conversations with guys who I'm like, do you, but you're stealing from them. Mm-hmm. Like there's other young men who need what you have mm-hmm. to offer. And by you not participating, you're actually shortchanging them. Mm-hmm. Um, not just what we can get from the body of Christ, exactly. but how we can serve it. Well, I can say that, you know, for women's Bible study, there will be good content, but that's not the reason that we're there. Yeah. Um, we will we will always have good content, but really the uniqueness is being able to do and learn this together mm-hmm. and apply it together yeah. and believe it together. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And so come ladies on Thursdays. <laughs> yes. Do not. Uh, we've been clear about this every single time we've discussed anything like this. None of this is if you miss the first one, you're out. Exactly. If you can't come every single week, you're out. Come to these. Come. Yeah. Come. You will be encouraged. Yeah. Well, Jamie, thank you and your team for the faithfulness you guys have, mm-hmm. have really pursued and led the women with. Uh, the, as we go into this fall, I'm excited to continue to reap the benefits mm-hmm. through my wife and um, uh, see that work in, uh, you know, forming the currents of our church and our mm-hmm. body. So, yep, yep. Appreciate it. All right, listener, hopefully you were encouraged and uh, you can start taking an evaluation of your heart and what fruit are you producing and then identify um, where that fruit is coming from, where the roots are soaking up good soil or or sick um, soil that is kind of distorted, some quality of God or yourself, and uh, seek out peace in who God really is in His Word. All right, we'll get you. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week, so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.